Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are here today to talk about a really important topic. It's called Success Practices of Great Finishers. Success Practices of Great Finishers. So for those of you that are watching via TV that can see me, I'm going to share with you, you, you can see what I have on, but those of you that are listening, you don't know what I have on. And I have on this blue sweatshirt, and it, I don't normally wear a lot of sweatshirts, especially on TV. They're very comfortable, and I, I'll wear them on the weekends or at night, but during the day, I don't. And uh, today, I am, and I'll tell you why. This sweatshirt represents, uh, it, it's, a, it's a token from the team that I just finished captaining. And they graduated this weekend from an intense four-month experience. It was this incredible transformational leadership experience. And these leaders, seeing them from day one to day what felt like 6,332, which was really just four months. So do the math. It was a lot less than that. But this incredible experience where they really stepped in to see what was standing in their way. And so they come into this experience like kind of, I don't say shut down, but really not playing at their fullest with the desire to play at their fullest. And then they walk out at four months, just totally free and in their kind of natural, authentic spaces. And they create just incredible, incredible things from this, this space. And so I've, I've been through this kind of experience multiple times now, and I see, I see the impact that it makes. And I'm so proud to be uh, the captain of this team and, and lead. And, and I've, got, I've got other captains that we played together as team. And so today is there's this episode is so important to me because it's really about what makes a finisher, what makes a finisher. And so this, this whole show today is dedicated to my B6 team. Yay, B6, B6 magic. And they're all finishers, they're all incredible finishers. And so you, you listen, like you're a finisher too. Everybody has the ability to be a finisher. It's just that not everybody chooses it. So everybody has the ability to be a finisher. Not everybody chooses it. And so today's topic is really like, what is, what really is a finisher and why wouldn't we choose it? Like, why wouldn't you want to be a finisher? But the reality is that most of us are 95 percenters, 95 percenters. And so really closing that gap of 5%, that's where we're working on today, that 5%. So what does it mean to be a finisher? It means that what I say I'm going to do, I actually do it. What I say I'm going to do, I actually do it. And that means that I get to look at my patterns. Here's what happens with a lot of us. We commit to a ton of things. We actually overcommit. And then we can get into overwhelm, which is just commitment, the lack of commitment to our commitments. Right? So, so listen to that. Overwhelm is this lack of commitment to our commitments. So what's happening is we're high-powered leaders that want to commit to everything because it sounds really cool, especially if you're like me and you know that you have the ability to play in all these spaces. And so we tend to say yes, yes to a lot of things when really they're not aligned with who we are. But remember with my students, when they come in, they don't really know yet. They haven't owned who they are. They haven't, they haven't really accepted that like, this is who I am. And these are the things that I want to stand for. So they're saying yes to a lot of different things. And then we realize that we did this. Like, oh, I said yes to that, but I didn't really, I didn't really mean it. No, sorry. And then we either back out or we don't finish. We just don't finish. And every time we don't finish, it chips away at two things, at our integrity and at our credibility. 
So hear that. Every time we don't finish, it chips away at our integrity and at our credibility. Integrity is the internal piece. It's me knowing that what I say I'm going to do, I do. What I say I'm going to complete, I complete. So that's me. That's my own piece that I get to own. But credibility is my measurement to the outside world. It's my check mark that Kathleen is who she says she is. Kathleen is what she says she is. So when I say, hey guys, I'm going to paint this room or whatever, whatever it is, whatever the commitment is that comes out of my, ha- my mouth, I'm either going to do it or I'm not. And so guys, we are constantly in this checkpoint. We are using credibility against people. Okay. So think about that. When your spouse says to you, Hey, I'll make dinner tonight. Do you actually believe that they're going to make dinner tonight? What you're doing is you're going through every other past night of your lives together and saying, huh, well, this is the last time that this person said they were going to make dinner. Did they really make the dinner? And yes or no. And based on that, you're assigning their credibility. Well, were they a finisher before? Are they going to be a finisher again? So we're projecting past experiences onto the future. We're projecting past experiences onto the future. Onto the future. And so being a great finisher means saying, stop. How I showed up in the past is irrelevant. I'm starting anew. And so from today, how am I going to show up? And so we're creating a new space. So today in this moment, we're going to say, stop. We're creating a new space. And so that is where we get to really examine how we want to be going forward. And so for me, I said, hey, look, I'm going to be a great finisher, which means I don't get to commit to as many things as I have committed to in the past. I don't get to commit to as many things as I have in the past, because if I know that my tendency as me, this is Kathleen Reeson speaking about myself, I tend to want to commit to everything because I'm a promoter and I can get really excited about things. I see somebody's vision and I want to support them in creating it, which means, of course, I'm a yes to creating that meal for the homeless because course I want to feed them. And my sick friend, of course, I want to take her soup. And of course, I want to want to support when my kids are in school and support the homeroom mom or be the homeroom mom. And of course, I want to support at church. And of course, of course, of course, of course. And these are in addition to my regular work commitments. Of course, of course, of course. And all of a sudden I have a million of courses. And while they're all great, I get overwhelmed. That's the past. So now I say, I have a checkpoint. When I say yes to something, it gets to be aligned with who I am. So who am I? Who am I as Kathleen? That's the question you get to ask yourself. Who are you? What is important to you? What are your qualifications? When you say yes to something, you are running them through some kind of criteria in your head, whether you know it or not. And the question is, what is that criteria? What is that criteria for me? Okay, so hear this. My purpose in life is to open up possibility for myself and for others, to open up possibility because I am committed to creating a world of joy and ease because I am committed to creating a world of joy and ease. So I open up possibility because I believe in a world of joy and ease, which means that I know, I know that things can get messy, but I don't want to live in the world where we're living in the messy all the time, because even in the messy, we get to be joyful and we get to get to the space of ease. And so I get to be a stand for others to see that that's possible, which means opening up possibilities. So see, that's the criteria that I now run through when somebody says, hey, can you support me with this? 
with this, whatever this is. And so I run that through my filter of, is that getting me closer to my vision? Is that in alignment with my vision? So if somebody came to me and they said, hey, Kathleen, could you, let's, uh, okay, let, let's go with animals. I love animals. I have two dogs, but let's just say like goldfish. I'm not a huge fan of goldfish. Like, they just don't light me up. I, they're great. And I'm sure I'd love your goldfish, but I just, goldfish die in my presence. My mom used to buy these seven cent goldfish. We'd actually buy them like 10 at a time because they would die so quickly. Uh, I don't know why it's probably the water or something. We just put them in regular water. It's all coming to me now. That's probably the reason, but goldfish don't really have a anything. I have nothing around goldfish. So let's just say somebody came to me and they said, protect the goldfish. We are, we are hosting a fundraiser to protect the goldfish. It's a car wash fundraiser. Would you come wash cars for three hours on Sunday? It's very easy for me to say no, because I just, while I would love, probably love the person that came to ask, I don't care about the goldfish. So I'm, I'm not, not going to be a stand for the goldfish. So I ran it against my filter. I saw my vision and what was possible. And I said, that's not aligned and I'm a no. But in other cases, when somebody says, will you stand for this team, this powerful team of leaders and walk them across the line and creating exactly what they want in this world? Heck yes, I'm an in. Of course I'm a yes, because it's aligned with my vision. It's aligned with my vision. And so what I found when I really looked at this set of parameters was that I committed to less things. I committed to less things. And so that's my goal for you is to understand what your parameters are Okay, what your parameters are. So what is that set of boundaries that you're currently running against? So when somebody asks you if you, for a commitment of some kind, what, what criteria are you running it against? And you get to be really specific about what criteria you want to run that against. And that starts with saying like, what is important to me? What is it? So for me, like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Kids are important to me. I love kids. I especially have a soft spot in my heart for kids that have a harder time getting started in life because my youngest son, he had a hard time getting started in life. So that's a piece of me that really calls forward because I understand that experience. My, my husband had uh, depression. He has depression and anxiety, but it's well-managed now. And I understand the challenge that spouses can have in really mental health and understanding how that looks from an individual perspective. And then in a family relationship, that was a, a big challenge for us. And sometimes it's, it still comes up. It's still something that we are challenged with each day. And every time I think, oh, you know what, that's in the past, something gets created where we get to walk through that together. So I have a soft spot in my heart for that as well. And so when I start to think about what's really important to me, it calls forward where I get to spend my time and what my commitments look like. So I want you to think about that for you. Okay, so think about that for you and think about if you really want to know where you're spending your time and your commitments right now, there's two places you can look. And I know I've said this before on the show and I'm going to say it again. It's your checkbook and your calendar, your checkbook and your calendar. That'll tell you what your actual commitments are. So what I'm asking you though, is to recognize that that's what they have been but where do you want them to be? Because guess what? You get to project into the future and you get to decide what that's like. So self-check time, figure out what that is for you. Where, where do you want to spend your time and your money, your most valuable resources that you can allocate out into the world? Where do you want them to be? Most of us live in this reactionary state 
where we're just giving because somebody else asked, not because we want to. And that underneath that is people pleasing. People pleasing. That's one of the biggest nerds rackets or one of the biggest things that stands in our way is people pleasing. And <laughs> while, while we tend to think like that's the doormat, you know, people, I'm not a people pleaser. Believe me, most of the people in this world are a people pleaser. And the chances that you have a bit of a people pleaser in you are pretty high, pretty high. I had a people pleaser. It was really sneaky. Uh, and it, it came, my people pleaser only showed up when I was around really powerful people. So if I was around people that I didn't perceive as really powerful, my people pleaser didn't show up. But when I was around people that I perceived as very powerful, I became a people pleaser, which is it's a really interesting space for me. And I, once I recognized it and saw it for what it was, then I could move through it. But that's the whole piece of recognizing it and understanding it for what it is. So that's really what we're talking about here. Like, what is it that, that is important to you? What's standing in your way from actually creating it? And once we get there and we identify where you want to spend your time and your money, then the amount of commitments that you actually commit to will decrease, will decrease. And when you have less commitments, it's a lot easier to finish those that you create. So it seems so simple. Why not just have less commitments? Well, a lot of people have a, a hard time with the word no. Again, back to the people pleasing. But the word no is, is so beautiful. My, my middle son's name is Noah. And the first word that he ever learned was no. But think about that. Like even in his, his, his uh, name, we would say Noah, Noah. So no being the first piece of that's what he heard a lot. And every other kid, so not just the ones named Noah, we actually think about the words that they hear repeatedly as a toddler. So the ones that they're going to repeat, especially as they start moving around in the world, the amount of times that we say no increases exponentially. If I was a super analyzer, I'd have the number for you of how many times a child hears no. And I know somebody listening, you've got that number. I don't because again, I'm not a super analyzer, so I don't know it, but I know it's high. I just watched the movie yesterday with my kids. Yesterday. So watching it on Netflix. And it talks about how we shift from this paradigm of being yes people, of course, to no as parents. No, no, no. And that's what our kids hearing. And so yesterday is on that premise where we actually shift back into being a yes, being a yes, which is it's a dance. It's totally a dance where, of course, we want to be a yes to our kids when it's safe, when it's fun. You know, we got all these criteria, but that's the same thing that we can apply to all of our commitments in the world to all of our commitments in the world. When we're parenting, we run our yeses or our noes through a filter. But when you start applying that to the rest of your life, to everything else people are asking you, to a filter that you've created, that's when you will be proactive. And that's when you get to be a finisher. All right, guys, we're gonna go on a quick break. When we get back, we will be continuing this conversation on success practices of great finishers. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And I'll talk to you right after this break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. 
Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Risa. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And today we are talking about success practices of great finishers. And the reason that I'm hosting this show today in my blue hoodie is because this weekend, my team B6 from Boston Breakthrough Academy, they graduated this weekend at this four-month incredible experience and to see them lit up. Uh, it, it was just, it was such a magnificent experience. And so for those of you that are listening, this just knowing that you have this ability to create something to, to, to step into whatever's next for you in a powerful way, but not quite knowing how to access it. My message for you today is that it's totally possible. It's totally possible. And in order to create that, we get to be great finishers, which means we get to cut down on the stuff that we're committing to so that we can finish the things that really mean something to us. And so in this next part of the segment, what I want to talk to you about is that it's about the journey, okay, about the journey. So sometimes we're so focused on the destination that we get frustrated that we're still in the journey. And the, the thing about the journey is the journey is the messy middle. Okay, it is totally the messy middle. And a lot of us don't like mess. We want it to be clean and simple and and with with just total ease. Like I'm a stand for ease in the world, 100%. And yet I get that messy is something that's really like it's okay. It's okay. And so messy can look a lot of different ways. Messy can look like a lot of emotion. It can look like crying, it can look like anger or frustration. It can look like not knowing and be in confusion. It can look uh, it just it can show up for everybody differently. For everybody differently. And yet what's important is to recognize the messy middle for what it is. The messy middle is messy. And that means we're going to get our hands dirty. It means we're going to be super uncomfortable. But it also means trust. And it means surrender. So last year in 2020, uh, actually back in 2019, I committed to surrender. I didn't even know what, I, I thought I knew what surrender was. Like, okay, I just sit back and I take a deep breath, in and out. And so I'm surrendering. But that's like, that's a part of surrender. That's the beginning of surrender. But surrender is really, a, I am a, I'm a controller. I really enjoy 
I enjoy having my hands and things and, and the power that is in the controller. But what I realized is that as a powerful controller, me holding space for somebody else, me creating the opportunity for others to be in the lead role is actually one of the biggest ways that I can be of service to the world. When controllers are willing to step aside and say, it's okay, it's all going to be okay, and let it be messy. Let it be messy because that's how we grow. You guys, you've seen the whole, the, 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 I'm sure you've seen an image that says comfort zone, growth zone, and the growth zone is outside of the comfort zone, like those circles. So you got a smaller circle inside that says comfort zone, and then a bigger circle, growth zone. Yeah, your growth happens outside of your comfort zone, 100% all the time. You will not grow in your comfort zone. It's just like the diamond. The diamond comes from pressure. And so for those of us, you know how many times I've heard, oh, there's so much pressure, release the pressure, turn the pressure off. And I say like, I say that sometimes, turn the pressure off. I want to be complete. Ah! But it's really just that pressure being applied. Like we're not used to it. We're not used to it. So of course, like weighted blankets, for example, have you guys, have you tried a weighted blanket, ever worn one? They're awesome. Two of my children have weighted blankets. When they have those on them, they sleep so soundly. They sleep so soundly because they're just really there. Again, if I was a heavy analyzer, I'd have all these details for you. But sorry, guys, this is not the analyzer show today. So I do not have the details, but I know that weighted blankets ha have a, a profound impact on calming our nervous system. And so when those are on us, we feel comfortable. And when we're comfortable, we relax. And when we relax, we sleep. Okay, but I don't want you to sleep when you're shifting and when you're changing. I want you to be on fire. I want you to be outside of your comfort zone, which means ditch the weighted blanket, get it out of here. We don't want that. I'm not creating comfort from you. I'm certainly creating love and I'm, I'm absolutely going to be a stand for you, but ditch the blanket and let's go in. And so oftentimes we want to skip through it. We want that, but we are holding onto our blanket. Like it's our lovey. My youngest son, when he was born, I just, I told you a little bit earlier that he had some medical issues and I mean, like, like a lot of medical issues. He almost died like 30 times in his first year of life. It was, it's all in the book. If you want to read the book, it's called Joy and Uncertainty, A Guide to Creating a Meaningful Life. You can find it on Amazon, Joy in Uncertainty, A Guide to Creating a Meaningful Life. And it's so beautiful. Even writing that book, like, that's a whole experience in and of itself. But now I can just say, yeah, if you want to know the story, go read the book. And I don't have to go into all the details because for those of you that care, it's there. But so the, the reality is that he almost died lots of times. And while he was in the, the NICU, so when he was first born, he went to the NICU, he was given this blanket and it was just like cowboy, very basic blanket. But he has loved that blanket every day of his life. He sleeps with it. He sucks his thumb. He used to suck his thumb with it. I think maybe if he's really tired, he still does. But this blanket, it even, it kind of smells a little. I'm really honest about it. It's kind of stinky. I mean, we wash it a lot, but it's just been around every day for eight years. <laughs> so imagine anything like that. Uh, he loves this blanket. It's tattered and torn. We've sewn this thing. We've put a new edging on this thing. Like This blanket goes with us everywhere. And when he when we go on a trip, like it's just, you've heard the stories about how parents like nightmares, really, they go on trips and their, their kids leave these like treasured items behind. That's one of my fears. Oh gosh. Giggy, giggy is what we call this blanket. Giggy's going to be left behind. Ah! 
And so <laughs> I think about this, but, but what I know to be true is that Giggy gives Andrew comfort. Giggy gives Andrew comfort. So if, if I really wanted Andrew to transform, I would get to remove Giggy. Now he's eight. And so, uh, yes, is he growing and transforming? Absolutely. And he gets to do it in a different way where he still gets to have Giggy. He gets to have that safety. Well, as an adult, as an adult, we have, we absolutely have Giggies, but they look different. Okay. It's that safety zone. And so the trick is that when we're in the messy middle, our Giggy looks different. So for me, like I, I realized that I am the Giggy for some people. I am the one that I am like a safety net. They don't need me. They absolutely don't need me, but I'm there as the safety net because they know that someone that loves them. And even though love may look a lot different, love isn't like, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be by your side every single moment. Physically, we're going to be standing together. It means I'm always with you. I'm you were coming from a place of love. So remember, know that love can look a lot of different ways but I'm standing with them side by side. That's the equivalent to having a giggy with you. That's the equivalent. And so when we know that, when we really know that and we receive that, then we get that the messy middle is okay. The messy middle is okay. And I'll tell you last summer, I went through an experience where I think I told you guys we closed two of our gyms and in the middle of it, it was really uncomfortable. It was really, there was a point in time where we didn't, my husband and I, we didn't know what was going to happen? We were in some agreements and some contracts with those businesses that we thought, gosh, like this could wipe everything out. If this, if these agreements go south, like go where we're not thinking they do, this could wipe everything out. We could go to zero, not even zero. We could go to negative numbers. We could have to file bankruptcy. We, there was a moment where we thought that might be the reality, which was crazy to go from a space of comfort, but like really, okay, we're running multiple businesses. Our kids are private school. I mean, yes, we were in a pandemic, but in a really okay spot to the next moment, like, oh, we could have to file bankruptcy. Like it's just this crazy experience. And it was very messy. And in the moment, that moment back, back in July, I remember thinking like, wow, you know, this is totally in my messy middle and I get to embrace it. And I knew I had friends that would stand by me in every single moment. I knew that what my safety net was. And the reality was that is my parents, you know, at the time parents, my parent now they, they live in the same town as me and they have a house that would have absolutely fit my kids and my in-laws live here. And I have so many friends. And here's the moment that really changed how I looked at this messy middle. I looked outside my house and the way my house sits, I actually, we live in a suburban area. And the way my house sits, it's up on a hill. And so I can look down on the, these kind of like a little bit of a valley. I can look down on all these other houses. And I look, I stood outside my front porch and all I saw were houses. Everywhere I could look were houses. And I said, the only thing that would stop me from not having a house is my ability to be vulnerable and ask my ability to be vulnerable and ask because everywhere I looked were houses. And if it was a house that I required, there were plenty. They were all right in front of me. My neighbor across the street, he lives in his house by himself and he's got at least four bedrooms. My neighbor next door, there's two of them in this giant house. My dad, I mean, like everywhere I looked, there was an abundance of, of space. 
And so the only reason that I would ever even think that I had to be homeless, and this is for me, so I get there's other situations in the world, was if I didn't ask. And when that hit me, when I realized that, it was like, oh, there's a safety net everywhere. Where are we not seeing it? And so when we don't see it, it holds us back. It holds us back. And so a lot of us, we want to hurry to the finish line because we don't want to embrace the messy middle. And then when we don't embrace the messy middle, guess what, guys? Here's the thing. We think we're rushing to the finish line, but we don't actually ever get to the finish line because we quit before we can get to the finish line because it gets too uncomfortable. We're not willing to reinvent ourselves. We're not willing to go all the way. So we quit. We pull back. We say, next time. Or we make up excuses as to why it didn't work for us. And they're great excuses. But let me ask you, what's the difference between a reason and an excuse? What's the difference between a reason and an excuse? So think about that. Think about that for a second. Now you could say a reason, well, that's like I had to go to the doctor. I was really sick or I, my kid had an appointment. I got to go. And they're really like, they're great reasons, but guess what? There is absolutely no difference between a reason and an excuse. A reason and an excuse are the exact same thing. It's just, we justify that reasons have credibility and excuses don't. But there's no, there's absolutely no difference between a reason and an excuse. And when we get that, we see that it's really just about the choices that we're making and the commitments that we're making. That's all it is. Something else is a higher priority. So when I say, well, I really wanted to, whatever, make a million dollars. But I show, when I actually look at the results, I'm going to make a million dollars in the next 30 days. Now, I've never made a million dollars in 30 days before. Maybe some of you listening have, but I have not. And let's just say that I said, I'm going to make a million dollars in 30 days. Well, because I've never done that before, I don't have the roadmap. I don't surround myself by people that get that. Then it's going to be really, really hard to create that. And I oftentimes will want to quit. I'll want to quit instead of reinventing myself. And at the end of the day, it's just an excuse to say, I wasn't willing to reinvent myself. I wasn't willing to go all the way. So guys, there's so much more to talk about this topic, about success practices of great finishers. And we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we'll continue with this topic. So you are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. Enjoy this quick break. We'll be back in a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are talking all today about success practices of great finishers. And this show is dedicated to my B6 family and a huge shout out to B7 and B8, which are still playing their games. And so that will make no sense to a lot of you, but to you that get it, you get it. And so I love you. And that's my message for you today. And so one of the things that we're going to talk about in this next segment is about who you put on your bus with you. So this last segment, we were talking about embracing the messy middle and knowing what your version of Giggy or the safety net is, what that looks like for you. And so who you put on your bus is really important. And that is the key. Like most of us, a lot of us really powerful creators, like the, the heavy controllers, because those are people that really like create in this world. They're the ones that are creating the magic. They're the ones that are really out there, like uh, opening up possibility. And then, so I see it in anybody can create possibility, but those controllers are really driving forward. And what often happens is we, and I say we, because this is me. So I, I'll use the word I, I tend to think I have to do it alone, but I don't, I don't, and neither do you. And so when we realize that we're actually more powerful as a team and it really matters who we surround ourselves with, well, that's how we get where we want to get. So I'm going to be really vulnerable with you about where I'm headed next, what's on my mind. I know for the last three years, I've been saying that I want to, I get to be this, this speaker that lands powerful messages. And so I know that. And three years ago, I looked up what it would require to be a, this, this phenomenal speaker. And I looked up a couple of people that I thought were phenomenal speakers. And I, I looked up a couple of speakers bureaus and the information that I was craving to know, like, how do I get there? And I learned a few different things. One, you had to have a book. So guess what? I wrote a book, Joy and Uncertainty, A Guide to Creating a Meaningful Life, available on Amazon. So check. Two, got to have great testimonials. So, okay, did that. Check. Three, you get to be super clear on your messaging. And I thought, well, that one I've been in, you know, I was in advertising for years and marketing. Of course, this will be easy. But I'll tell you what, for me, so maybe for you, it'll be different. But for me, that was not so easy. I mean, I knew what I wanted to say, but really owning it. And even on this show, uh, we're in the process of shifting up some of the branding because the, the show wasn't originally when we started the show, it was about how to create a six figure plus business. And while these topics all relate to that, it's really, it's really evolved that the messaging has evolved into what's really my passion. And that is the space of transformational leadership and how we stand in as a leader in this world is directly impacted in our results in our results. So when I coach executives and entrepreneurs, we rarely talk about the financials. I'm a former CPA. We can talk all day about the numbers, but it just, it doesn't matter. That is not what's going to get them to where they want to be. It's how they hold their leadership. And so when I show up on these shows, when I bring guests on, we're talking about that. We're talking about your leadership. We're talking about vulnerability. We're talking about authenticity. Now I know those are those words that may not be how we title it because guys, I don't know about you, but a lot of people, if we just said three ways to be your authentic self, it wouldn't resonate with most of the world. 
because they're not they're not walking around saying how do i be authentic so i get to use languaging that they can hear and so for a long time it i really wasn't getting how to land a message in a way that that, that people could hear it that people could hear it and so i went and studied that and embraced that and this morning i'm talking with one of my friends who's who's been on this journey with me this this b6 journey and i said I really, I want to be on a $20,000 stage and it has nothing to do with the money. It's not about the money. It's about what I've told myself about what a $20,000 stage represents. One, there's hardly any women that take that, that are actually stand on a $20,000 stage. Two, there's uh, very few moms with kids that stand on a $20,000 stage. And that right there, folks, is my hang up. That's my nerd. That's my limiting belief is how do I create what I want to create while being the mom that I want to be while being the mom that I want to be. And so I've let that hold me back in some ways. Now I get that my family is so supportive and I get logically that they have my back and they're my biggest cheerleaders. And they're saying, go, we will support you. It's okay. And I'm the one standing in my way of creating what's possible because it's totally possible, but I'm standing in my way. And so it's really uncomfortable for me to think about what's possible. And here's the reality. COVID brought a great gift into the speaking world where you don't have to be on a plane all the time. You don't have to be gone from your family all the time. And yet I create this space in my mind that it still means I get to be away from my family. So guys, emotional intelligence, like it is tricky. It's tricky stuff. And I spent a lot of time studying this, but here's the deal. I own that. I know what's going on. And so I was able to voice it. And so my friend says to me, hey, no big deal. I actually have that same nerd, but from a reverse perspective. And her, her partner has the same nerd from the exact same perspective. And so we're talking this afternoon about how we own that nerd, how we own that, that limiting belief that's standing in our way, because you get to figure out what's possible and how we do create it and how we do create it. So when I was willing to be vulnerable about what was really in my way, when I was willing to understand what was really in my way, when I was willing to, I'm walking you backwards here through this, when I was willing to, to state, to really own what it is that I wanted, the impact that I wanted to create and how I wanted to create it, when I went there, then I could see what was standing in my way. And when I was vulnerable to share it with the world about why that's in my way, now I get to create the solution. I haven't created a solution yet, but because I've surrounded myself with people that want to go where I want to go, now we can play together. So my question for you is who's on your bus? Who's on your bus? The people around you right now, that's a reflection of you. Okay, so think about the people that are closest to you. Two of them represent your past, Two of them represent your future, and one of them represents exactly where you are. Two of them represent your past, two of them represent your future, and one of them represents exactly where you are. And so think about that. So when I said, gosh, I want to be a $20,000 speaker, and I thought, I don't have people around me that are $20,000 speakers. Huh. That's interesting. So I get to go create that. As soon as I said those words, I realized that's not true. So the lies I'm telling myself are that I don't have people around me that are $20,000 speakers. I actually do. 
I know two people that are $20,000 speakers that will gladly share. So one of them I'm actually going to invite on the show and we're going to have a conversation about what is required to be a $20,000 speaker because I'm super curious. It's a stretch for me. And some of you listening may be like, that's not a stretch. Are you kidding me? I'll show you how to do that. Awesome. I'd love to hear from you. And some of you be like, wow, I, I, I just, I'd like to be like a $5,000 speaker or a 3000 or, or, or a dollar. I'd like to just be a dollar. I say, cool, come on board. Let's talk about that. Because the reality is when we share our vision, when we are willing to speak it and let it out of our mouths, the amount of people that will surround us and lift us up and be that safety net for us are so huge. But in this world, we so rarely talk about what it is that we really want. We so rarely let ourselves believe that what we really want is possible. And that's the shift that gets to happen. We get to claim what it is that we want. We get to state it and we get to not get off it. And when it gets messy, when it gets hard, we get to know that there are people around us that are willing to support us and reinvent ourselves because guess what? I'm not letting you off it. I'm not letting you off it. And that's like when I'm in my coaching, I actually even say my coaching, like this is just who I am. It doesn't matter if you're paying me or not, but, or, or I'm, I'm whatever space I'm in, like Kathleen recent, I am a coach. I, there's nothing about it. That's going to change that. So when I hear somebody's vision, I am honored to hold them in that space. And when they tell me that I can't get to it, my immediate reaction is like, <laughs> those are tr- magic words. It's like lights me up because can't does not exist in my vocabulary. It's just not there. It's just not there. Can't does not exist in my vocabulary. And so when you, when you think that you can't do something, my, my request of you is to shift your thought into how can I, how it's not, I can't, it's how can I, and the closer you get to the finish line, the closer you get, the harder it gets. The closer you get to the finish line, the harder it gets. The more obstacles will be in your way. The more, the more challenges will show up. But guess what? There comes a point when it flips. When the road clears and the path flows. And I'm telling you that that moment is beautiful. And that's when the celebration happens. That's when the celebration happens. That's when you realize I did it. I did it. And what happens is that oftentimes we miss the celebration. We just blow right past it and we go right into the next goal. And we don't even realize we hit the finish line. It's like running a marathon only to finish to run your next marathon, only to finish that one to go directly into the next one. If you never give yourself a space to celebrate, to acknowledge where you've been and to to really enjoy and celebrate being present with those results, guess what happens? You get tired. You forget you have the finish line. You forget you have the safety net and you quit and you quit. So for all of you listening, my message to you in this moment is that you get to see the finish line and it's not moving. The only reason that it's moving is because you believe that it is. It is in the ground. You get to see it. You get to commit to it. 
and you get to know that there's nothing that's going to stand in your way. You may get to reinvent yourself. You may get to shift, become a shift master. You may get to be vulnerable. You absolutely will get to be vulnerable. You're going to get to be intimate. Okay. For all of you wondering what intimacy into me, you see, so you get to share exactly what's coming up for you. You get to be super messy. But when you do that, you will cross the finish line and you will become a finisher. And then your integrity is intact because you know that when you commit to something, you will finish. Your credibility, your outside measure to the world will increase because everyone else knows when you commit to something, you will finish. You will be a finisher. No more 95%. You're 100% all the way, all the time. You are your word. You are your word. I'm going to leave you with those moments, with those words. You are your word. We're going to go on a quick break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to go on a quick break. And you remember these words during the break. You are your word. Enjoy this quick break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And today we've been talking all about success practices of great finishers, success practices of great finishers. We've talked about how most of us commit to way more things than is possible to complete. So step one, get rid of that. Stop committing. Stop committing to everything. Create a filter where you know that this is how you hold up what you want to create. These are the things that are important to you and know that. And guys, like I don't brush this off as it's just get a piece of paper out and check it down. There's some deep inner work that comes with this, but you can start by just looking around and seeing what matters to you. What matters to you? You got kids? Kids probably matter to you. Maybe they don't, <laughs> but really think about what about your kids makes you shine. Is it, is it their school? And, and guys, like the list that you run your yes through and your no through is going to change as you grow. So as you get older or uh, as situations in your life change, traumatic events can certainly change this filter. But as things, as things in your life shift, then your list is going to shift. So it's not about this is the list I'm creating in 20 years from now, I'm going to look back and say, this is still the same list. Like, no, it's just in this moment. It's just in this moment. 
I was reading this in this paragraph uh, this weekend, and it was talking about how today's dream. Or to no, I'm having, I'm going to butcher this whole thing, but it's super cool. So I'm going to butcher, and it will be better than nothing. Okay, so let me see if I can remember today's experience is tomorrow's memory. Today's experience is tomorrow's memory. So hear that. And tomorrow, like your, your dream for today is tomorrow. So think about that's future casting and it's being in the past and future casting. But the, the challenge isn't about what happened in yesterday or in the future. It's about right now, because the reality is, I don't know if we're going to have a tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to have it tomorrow. I mean, I probably will, but I don't have it unless I create it. I could get really deep here, which, you know, we'll do that on a whole other show about what does, does time really exist? You know, really some philosophical thoughts on that. Uh, and the point of this is that all we have is this moment and you get to commit to what you're creating. And when we spend our time, our precious resources, time and money, when we spend those in areas where we just don't really care, but we've given them in those areas, then why? Why? Because the only person that you're hurting is yourself. And so the way to shift that is to really understand what's important to you. When you get that, when you're willing to go there and figure that out, gosh, you guys, that's fulfillment and that's freedom. That's fulfillment and that's freedom. So so what's really important is to cut back on the number of commitments that you have. Overwhelm is commitment. It's a lack of commitment to your commitments. So just get overwhelm out of the picture, cut down on the number of commitments that you have and be a yes to those commitments. Number two, embrace the messy middle. That messy middle is so important. That is a part of the journey. You cannot shift. You cannot grow. You cannot transform without the messy middle. Do you think the caterpillar says, but I don't want to go into the cocoon. Oh, this is so uncomfortable. And and I don't want to break out and have my little wings, like almost get crushed. It doesn't say that. I mean, I, I don't know. I never talked to one, but I imagine it's this incredible process of transformation. It's probably uncomfortable, but it's like, that's the messy middle. That's the messy middle. So for you, when you pick a big goal and have big goals, right? Be, be willing to dream, be willing to say what it is that you want and know that that messy middle is going to happen and recognize it for what it, what, what it is. And when it shows up, don't be afraid of it. Know that that's what it is and move through it. But that goes to number three. And that is think about who is on your bus. The people on your bus are the ones that are going to rise you up. They're not the ones that saying, this is the messy middle I told you about. Let's get out. Come on. They're not pulling the emergency brake and helping you get off the bus. No, they're saying, this is what I told you was going to happen. And this is okay. Because guess what? We're all in this together. We're all moving forward together. So think about the people that you've surrounded yourself by. Those are the people, those are your team. Those are your tribe. Those are the people that are going to lock arms with you. Those are the people that are going to say, guys, we are finishing the last hundred yards together. They're the ones that don't care if they finish first. They don't care if they cross the finish line first. They care that we all cross the finish line because what's important to them is that we all get there. 
that we all get there. And this is a shift in my mind because you would have asked me a few years ago and yeah, sure, I want everybody to finish together. Of course, that's important. But what was actually happening in my life was I was finishing, but not everybody else was. Not everybody else was. And I got to look at that and say, I don't want to stand at the finish line by myself. I just don't want to do it anymore. I've done it before. I've been at the finish line. I want all these awards. I was a silver medalist, which is a lifetime achievement award in advertising at 33 years old, 33 years old. And I don't say that because, yay, go Kathleen. It's not about that. It's that, oh my God, I had the ability to create a lifetime achievement award at 33 years old. What in the world am I doing with my life? How am I using that, that level of credit? How am I supporting others and rising them up? so that they can create those achievements. Maybe not at 33, maybe not at 40, maybe not at 50, maybe not at 60, but maybe at 70 or 80 or 90. If I have the ability to create it, there was a shift in my mind where I don't really care about being the star anymore. Now I'm focused on being the star maker, the star maker. So those people that you link your arms with, those powerful people, maybe the people that intimidate you, instead of saying you intimidate me and you walk away, you say, you intimidate me, let's go. You intimidate me, let's go, because those are the ones you want to lock arms with, and those are the ones you want to run across the finish line. Those are the ones that are going to support you in closing that 5% gap, because guess what? Up until now, it's been okay to be a 95 percenter, but not anymore. We're going all the way. We're going all the way, and we know that that can be hard. We know that that can be messy. We know that that can be uncomfortable. We know that that can be all kinds of different angry. It can bring up all kinds of emotions, but guess what? We're going all the way. There is no stopping. There is no quitting. That's not an option. We left that at the back door. We left that in the past. Now we are committed to our commitments. We are our word. We're building up evidence that we have integrity and credibility and we do what we say we're going to do. Because guys, that is what this world needs. That is what this world needs because for far too long, we've been okay with 95%, but not anymore. Now we are our word. We go all the way. We are linking arms. And so right now I'm asking you to link arms with me. We are almost done with this show today and we are going to be a strong, solid finisher. So if any of this is landing with you, if you're saying, yeah, I'm a finisher, like let's hear it, reach out to me because I get to link arms with you. I don't know how I'm gonna hit a $20,000 stage. Again, it's not about the money, but it's certainly about landing the message And the message is that every one of us can be an incredible finisher. The message is that there is no tomorrow if we don't create it. The message is that even if there is no tomorrow, I lived and you lived and we matter. That's the message. So guys, you're listening to Kathleen Reeson on Profit Launch, your Inspired Choices Network. I love you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reason will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.